This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. That's where we are at, 7 to 9 a.m. Thank you so much for a beautiful song. Michael W. Smith bringing us straight to our conversation with Madidimalo. I did explain who Madidimalo is and um, her story just a bit. Of course, she is here um, tonight to give us uh, sort of the full picture of her story. Um, I came across Madidimalo's video on uh, Facebook and I thought, wow, it was actually an evening where I couldn't sleep. It was about a two in the morning and I was blown away um, by the amount of bravery and really by the love of God um, in her life and how um, he was always there through it all. Um, but before I get into a whole lot of everything, um, I need Madidimalo to introduce herself and uh, then we'll take it from there. Madidimalo, how are you? I am very good, thanks, and how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for joining us here at 79K Pulpit. Uh, what a privilege and an honor. We do not take this lightly. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, a really, really compelling story and uh, just a story that is so filled uh, with hope and with courage as well. You know, I see you as a very courageous young woman uh, that is going out there and saying, look, this happened to me, but here I am. I've risen above and uh, I continue to rise above. I continue to seek the healing that I need and I continue to live and uh, to find my purpose in Christ. So thank you so much. Um, I, I think you should start off by maybe just briefly introducing yourself and then we'll start, um, you know, our very um, interesting conversation tonight. Okay, my, my name is Madidi Malo, as you said. Uh, my surname is Matera. I am the last born of five siblings. Um, I, I am a mother of two. I'm a mother of two beautiful boys. And yes, that's me. I'm born again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm proudly, I'm a born again, like completely physically, emotionally, spiritually. Everything is new in me. Amen. Amen to that. Um, And of course, as the word of God says, you know, Paul speaks about, uh, I am a new creation in Christ. And I love that you say that everything about you is born again. You know, once you come to Christ, you become a brand new person. Um, of course, you know, your story is a very profound story and it's one where we've just seen you being so courageous, um, and really just being brave about your story. Um, I just want to know, where do you get this bravery from? You know, where do you get this courage from to go out there and to say nation world, this is who I am. Um, and I know that you, you were sharing your story on, on video that was posted on Facebook uh, with uh, um, an organization where the theme was, I've been through the most. And mm-hmm. really, I want to use those words, you know, when you've been through the most, um, why mm-hmm. not just stay in your shell and, you know, recover if you need to recover in terms of healing, you know, counseling, therapy, so on and so forth. Um, why go out 
I guess that's also part of the healing process. I'm answering my own question. <laughs> why go <laughs> out? <laughs> why go out and share um, and just be brave about your story? Firstly, I God gave me the courage, and and uh, God gave me the courage. Honestly speaking, to to share my story, I always say that it's not about me. It's not about me. I died. I died a long time ago. So it, it's bigger than me. It's it's more than me. Because everything that I went through, I didn't go through it for myself. Some of it I went through so that my sisters out there can find healing and they can be able to relate. A lot, a lot of it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with God. So I'm just carrying out the assignment. So it's I do it effortlessly, honestly speaking. I can't even call it bravery because for me it's it's like I just woke up and then I tell my story. I don't even prepare. I it, it's 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 just in me. I do it effortlessly. It's who I am. It's the person God birthed inside of me. Mm. You know, God God prepared me. God built my character for 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 this moment. So it's. I can't call it bravery, honestly speaking. It's just, it's God. Mm, Hearing out God's assignment. You know when you've been given an assignment, your purpose, when it's called purpose. When you have a purpose, when when something is what you were brought into this world, it's not going to take anything away from you. You're going to do it so effortlessly. And other people are going to be like, how is he able to do that? How how does he do that? How, where did he get this and that? And so, and it's just it's natural. It's, it's it's natural because that's what you were born to do. Mm, absolutely. Yes, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I mean, yes, definitely. I think you mentioned something very um, powerful there, where you speak about God's assignment. You know, knowing that mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what God is has laid in my heart, and therefore I'm going to go out and tell the story um, that I've been through. Now, last year, 2020, you wrote a book. Um, a 2020 uh, Dear Diary. Um, of course, we know that the book is based on the events that have happened in your life um, that haven't been great, and you've documented those events. So can you perhaps take us through those events that led you to writing your book? Uh, well, my book is... I don't go into much detail about what happened to me. Mm. In my book, I'm basically taking people through the, the transitioning period. Mm. I, I, I am basically saying, fine, I've been raped, but what am I doing with that rape? Fine, I've been heartbroken, but what am I doing with that heartbreak? Fine, I've been addicted to drugs, alcohol i've done abortions so what am i doing with those things i'm basically detailing uh the emotions that i went through while processing everything and while healing from everything that has happened to me so that is how 2020 dear diary came about because i was i was a, i was a mom 
my son uh, my son was born in december 2019 so i was a new mom of course i couldn't back go back to my old lifestyle i had no friends i, I was I had no job, I had nothing, I was lost, I had no man, I was single. I was at a point in my life where I had ever, ever, ever been. So I, I had to face my demons, I had to face my demons head on, and I had to overcome everything. So in my book, I detail those demons that I faced, how I overcame. And uh, honestly speaking, it was a... It was, uh, it was a beautiful process. The process that God took me through, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. The the results, the ending results of what you see today, of how I look like, it all happened. The transition took place in 2020 from the whole that I was uh, to me being whole today. The transition happened during the year 2020. Hence my book, 2020, Be a Diary. It's written in a form of a diary. And then, yes, um, I hope I've answered your question. Unless you want me to go into detail about uh, the events that happened to me, some of the ordeals that I've, I've I've been through. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love um, what you're saying when you talk about uh, the, the 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 dealing with it, you know, just really laying it down and saying, okay, um, I've been through this, but what am I going to do with it? And mm. many of us hold on to those traumas, you know, whatever traumas may be. Um, it may be rape. It may be anything, abuse, but we hold on to them and they paralyze us in terms of going forth and i think that's where you are at now where you are moving uh from that pain and that hurt and saying yes it's happened but i will not let it um define me and it is not my identity so um that that's the that's what i'm getting from what you're saying um In terms of uh, going to detail, I mean, uh, you've already mentioned what um, did happen to you, um, you know, just briefly. And that that, that is definitely fine, um, you know, what you've said so far. Uh, but I think what is important to know is, uh, you know, what do you hope other people will learn from your story? Um, you know, just being able to move out of a place of trauma um and even during that trauma you know you you get girls um men you know that are still in there um you know especially when we speak addiction and uh, you know rape uh, sexual abuse feeling unworthy what is the lesson in your story basically the lesson in my story is that with God, anything is possible. Mm. With God, anything is possible. Hence, um, there's a whole... I, I put out my pictures. I, I always go back to my old pictures, how I used to look like and how I look like now. The transition is amazing. Mm. It is amazing. Physically, not even going emotionally, but physically, you can just see what God did with me. He washed me with the blood of Jesus Christ. Nothing is impossible with God. What I want people to take from it is that you are not lost. You are not lost. In God, there is life. 
God is able to wash you, to cleanse you, to do internal surgery, and to forgive you, and to to make you new. God is able to restore everything that the devil has taken away from you. God is there. He He just wants our hearts. That He just wants us to give Him our hearts. You don't. You don't have to to give Him a million or give Him your soul or give Him your body parts or money or no. God is just after our hearts. Our hearts and nothing more, nothing less. Just your heart. Just give God your heart, and He will. He will do the rest. He will do the rest. Mm. That's what I want people to take from it, that nothing is impossible with God. Mm, Nothing is impossible. God is able. God is able to turn you from. uh, I like using the phrase from whore to wholeness. Mm. From whore to wholeness. He took a whore, a whore like me, a whore like me, and he, he made her whole. I mean, what what more can he do? What, what, more, what more can... Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing. Even murderers, even rapists, he's able to forgive and he's able to, to, to cleanse, to take you through the road of healing and, and you, you will come out beautiful and you will come up with His grace, with God's grace, anything is possible, and He will take care of you. God is our provider. He will show you that I will provide for you. You know, so... Man, I, God is amazing. I am so passionate about God. I am so passionate about God because I've seen Him in my life. Mm. He's healed me. When when I was told that I was I'm dying, I was told I was literally told that I have a few months to live, sure. and God healed me. Mm. I saw myself turning from yellow into white. God, God healed me. He did that. Mm. He did that. He didn't need, I didn't need medication or what, or a miracle from a pastor or anything like that. Just, just God, just trusting in God. And, and he did that. He healed me. And yeah, and today I'm alive. Mm, indeed. Indeed. Madidimalo, we are speaking to Madidimalo uh, Matlecha, and she's with us this evening. My family out there, if you'd like uh, to maybe give us some uh, questions or encouragement, please do so on 0817291657. Our WhatsApp line is 0817291657. Madi, we are going to take a short break, and then when we return, we're going to speak about what healing looks like. We're just going to go to a song, Only Jesus by Casting Crowns. Only Jesus, only Jesus, as Madi is saying to us this evening that it could have only been the Lord um, that it could have changed her life the way her life has changed. And uh, we're speaking about healing we're speaking about how one transforms after a traumatic ordeal in their life and madi dimalo is sharing her story with us and if you'd like to reach out to her or to us here at 729k pulpit you can do so on 081 729 that is the whatsapp line madi um I would like to for you to take us through um, healing and what that process looks like 
Um, and at what point do you know that you've healed? Um, is it a process that is a forever process? Or is it something that happens over a couple of months, over a year, and then you're surely healed? Um, if you could take us through. I, I, I hope it's not a forever process, but it's something that it, it takes time. Because they are, God, basically God takes you through the process. Mm. In a particular season, you will find that you are dealing with this type of ordeal. And then when the season has ended, you are completely healed from from that ordeal. And then he takes you into another ordeal. Mm. And what I've seen is that in most cases, uh, when you know that you have completely healed, is when there's some when, when when that same thing that used to hurt you no longer hurts you. That's when you know that wow, okay, I have I have completely healed. And something that I've also realized is that because in terms of of sex, I used to I used to be addicted to sex. I used to be addicted to sex, and I used to change uh, partners. I, I I would sleep with in a month. I would sleep with uh, five different men. Sure. So for me, when I got to a point where I, I saw worry, I'm completely healed from 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 sex, and all the soul ties have been broken. Is when. The same men that I used to jump when they called me, I no longer they no longer had that effect on me. They would call and I would look at the phone. I wouldn't even care. That's when I was like, Who? Wow, this this soul size of us they've they've been broken. I've completely healed from this. And then in terms of, of the rape, uh, with my other rape incidences, I have healed. I've healed from them, but from the but with the first rape incident that that happened to me, I haven't healed because it's something that I'm still going to. Eleven years later, I'm still going to court, and they keep on postponing. So every time that I go to court, I have to relive everything and then see the perpetrators and all of that. It's just it, it, it still gets traumatic for me. It still gets traumatic for me, but. Day by day, I'm getting better. Day by day, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. So healing is it's a process, and it's a personal process. For me, it might have taken me two years or a year, and then for somebody else, it might take a month or two months or a week. So healing is a personal process. Uh, it, it, it goes on how you want to tackle it. If you want to face it head on or either you choose to uh what do you call this you choose to to numb your pain if you choose to numb your pain it's going to take time for you to heal but if you choose to face your pain head on and go through the pain you you, eventually you're going to heal eventually you're going to heal but if you keep on Numbing the pain and substituting it with substances or substituting it with partying, going out partying or with sleeping with different men and all of that, you, you're never going to heal because you're just numbing the pain. You keep on numbing the pain. And when you numb the pain, it, it gets, it, it increases. Hence, people get addicted to, to certain things because there's, 
their bodies are now used to numbing the pain. Their bodies are now used to numbing the pain. They can't handle the pain anymore. They can't handle it. So I chose to to handle the pain. I, I finally chose to stop taking substances. I so I, I chose to stop sleeping with different men and I I looked at my pain head on and I was like, I am gonna get through this. As hard as it is as painful as it is, I'm going to get through this. I'm not going back. I am not going back to that person that I used to be. I am not. I'm going to get through this. And indeed, I've, uh, I've gotten through it, and I'm getting through it. A day, it's a daily process, and it's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful journey, to be honest. Wow. Wow. So much conviction and, you know, just a sense of, knowing who you are you know in in the way you speak and uh, when you the just the honesty as well that comes through there um so now looking at the fact that with your first rape that you have mentioned um you're still going to court cases you're still having to face your um perpetrator what is the process of forgiving you know the perpetrator look like and you know you know do you then get to a point where you forgive the perpetrator uh it's actually two of them the first time i got raped i mm. got raped by two men mm. honestly speaking i am i'm going to i i'm going to forgive them mm. I'm going to forgive them because I'm going to court on the 15th and 16th of April. It's the trial. I am honestly going to look them in the eyes and I'm going to tell them that I forgive you. I am honest. I feel in my heart that I, I am ready. I feel that it is well. I feel that it is well. It is well. This no longer has a hold on me because... When I don't forgive them, it doesn't hurt them. It hurts me. So I choose to let go. I choose to let go. And I am going to forgive them. I'm going to look them in their eyes and I'm going to tell them that I forgive you for what you did to me. You no longer have a hold on me. You no longer have a hold on me. No longer. I am free. I am a child of God. God loves me. And I hope that God can, can forgive you as well. God can forgive you as well. I hope that God can do that. But for me, I choose to be free. I choose to be free. I choose to be happy. I choose peace. I, I choose to be used by God. And God cannot use me when I'm still holding on to that bitterness. He can't. So for me to be able to be used by God and to go where God wants me to go, I, I choose to forgive you. I, I choose to forgive them. Mm. Wow. Um, forgiveness is also a choice. And I like how you say that it frees you. Um, ultimately, you know, if you're going to hold on to unforgiveness, you're the one that grows bitter and bitter daily. Uh, but actually, now if you choose to forgive, there's no more hold, you know, on you. And you get to be used by God, as you're saying. Madi, Madi Malo, thank you once again for joining us and uh, for telling your truth and uh, telling your story in a very authentic way. 
um, I think what's left now is to perhaps tell us how we can get a hold of your book and then also just speak to us uh, briefly on your NPC that you've established in transformation. Um, of course, uh, the reason why you've established it is what you've gone through. But I think if you can go a little bit, you know, deeper as to um, what does it then give me as um, perhaps someone that has gone through um, sexual violation or addiction and so on and so forth. Okay, in transformation is oh, in transformation is so close to my heart. In mm. transformation is my baby. It's not my first NPO. It's actually my second. Mm. And the reason why I call it in transformation is because the first time I I did my NPO and the first time I tried. It's not the the, the first time I actually go on this journey. Just that this time around. I, I succeeded. The first time I got saved, it was in 2015. And then I opened an NPO and all of that. But then it was difficult for me. It was very difficult because church rejected me. Church rejected me because I was from the world. And uh, with my history, it, was just, it, was, it, it wasn't the perfect picture for a church girl and all of that. I got rejected by church. When I went back into the world, it wasn't easy for me to stay sober. So I ended up relapsing and I backslided. Then I stopped going to church totally. Mm. Mm. So I, uh, I, I, in transformation, basically, is I saw that people who want to change their lives don't have an environment where they can actually change change their lives. Mm. They find themselves under, misunderstood. They find themselves in uncomfortable situations. So within transformation, it's, I am making it easier for people to transform their yeah. lives. I am making it easier for for them to, to, to be at home. I, I am giving them an environment to be able to, to, to transform their lives. And while they do that, they feel loved, they feel accepted. Mm. And again, giving them the resources uh, to be able to do that because it's not easy. It's not easy to change. You you go through, especially if you are a drug addict, you go through withdrawal symptoms. Mm. You you need, there are certain things that you, that, that, that you need. You, you need a comfortable home. You need a comfortable and loving environment. Yeah. And another thing, you need you need things to keep you busy. Because if you're just sitting and you're not doing anything, you're going to end up relapsing. So if you have something keeping you busy, activities or maybe a job or something like that, or maybe a skills development, it, it gives you hope. Mm. It gives you hope. Because when you, it's like, I can't change my life, then what when my life is changed? So if there is something mm. to look forward to once mm. your life has changed it, it motivates you mm. it motivates you to to keep on fighting it motivates you mm. to keep on wanting to change and to stay sober as well and for my sisters who have gone through rape and have gone through gender-based violence mm. and have been in uh have been promiscuous as well. It's, it's an environment for them to say, well, fine, you have slept with those 
this and that and that and that. Fine, uh, men force themselves onto you, but you are still beautiful. Mm. You know, you are still beautiful. God can make you whole. Your body is the temple of, of, of God. And, and that's what God says. Don't listen to what other people say. Listen to what God says about who you are. It's just basically we're going to motivate them. We're going to inspire them. We're going to give them love because women just need love. Ultimately, women just need love. We are emotional beings. Mm. We are emotional beings. We we need that love. So that's what in transformation is, basically. Mm. I, I recently registered it in December, so I'm still in the process of getting funding and just getting on the road, getting on the road. I want our work to mainly be in rural areas. Mm. I want to go to the people who don't have uh, social media because those are the people who are hurting. Mm. Those are the people who need the, these resources more. So that's, that's where I want to go. Wow. Very powerful indeed. Um, you know, really rural areas um, are sort of, you know, the forgotten areas and the forgotten women, you know, truly live in those rural areas and um, their voices are sometimes not heard. And that is very profound um, that you will be focusing fully on the rural women. Um, Madi, how do we get a hold of uh, Dear Diary, 2020 Dear Diary? How can people order the book? It's uh, on Amazon. I just published it today in the morning, actually, on Amazon. <laughs> I published it on Amazon. But if you want, uh, that's, that's if you want a soft copy. If you want a hard copy, you can contact me on 078-555-1019, and then I will deliver, I will deliver the book. I, I, I use Pep Taxi for career services. Very reliable, very, very reliable. And there's, my book is 130, and then for Korea, it's 190, plus 60 rand for Pepex, it's 190. So, yes, that's how they can got, get a hold of my book. Fantastic. And for those that are listening and they would like to reach out to you, um, how can they do so? What are your social media handles? Okay, I'm I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube as Madidi Malo Matecha. I go into detail about every single ordeal that I have experienced and how, how I overcame it. I'm also on Facebook, Madidi Malo Matecha. I am on Instagram, Madidi Malo Matecha. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us here at 729K Pulpit. We don't take it lightly at all. Uh, we look forward to following your journey of healing and really, um, you know, getting an opportunity to become part of uh, that process. We really thank you uh, for that opportunity and for making time for us. Uh, blessings to you and may God provide every need, expand your territory. And, you know, we pray success over your foundation um, in transformation and really just you as well and your family, your two boys. You know, may God give you the strength um, to raise them up to be, you know, women, I mean, men of, uh, of God, really, and uh, men that are after God's heart. Thank you so much and blessings to you. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. Right, family. That was uh, Maditimalo Matimalo.
Matecha, um, speaking to us more about uh, who she is and, uh, of course, the traumas and the triumphs she's been through as an individual. And, of course, how that has led now to where she is now. You know what? This tells me that God has a purpose, truly, truly, truly. He does for each and every individual out there. You might be going through a rough patch in your life. You might be thinking God has forgotten you. No, 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 my sister, my brother. God has not forgotten you. I think Madidimalo is proof that God does not forget those that he loves. And when we speak about those that he loves, it's all of us. God loves us all. And we praise God for Madi Dimalo's life and uh, for the turnaround that has happened in her life. We praise God that he is still doing miracles um, even today because, sure, I'm getting emotional because what has happened in her life is nothing short of a miracle. So God is still good and he still sits on the throne and he still loves us all family. Benjamin Duwe bring us to the end of the show. May God be with you, may God cover you, and may you be blessed in whatever it is that you do. Jehovah is your name, Benjamin Dube. God bless you, fam. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.